Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining this best of episode. Every now and then I will do best of episodes to give you a chance to catch up on something that you may have missed or to highlight some of our more popular episodes. In today's best of episode, I have decided to replay my story. The Power Transformation Podcast has existed now for almost a year, and it's been a great success so far. But I'm always getting new listeners, and I want to give you a chance, if you don't know a part of my story already, a chance to truly hear it. Why did I start this podcast? Who am I? What made me even think about this podcast as a part of myself and sharing it to be a part of you as well? This is what my story is about. Now, as time goes on, you will hear even more about me. And of course, you will hear more incredible guests. But take a listen to this episode, a best of episode, to really truly understand who am I, Alethea Felton, and what brought me to this transformation journey. Thanks so much for listening. Continue to listen, share, and subscribe. I'll see you next week. y'all. I'm Alethea Felton and welcome to the Power Transformation Podcast. If you're struggling in your life with self-sabotaging and negative thoughts that leave you feeling stuck and limit you from moving forward, I can help you. As a holistic health and empowerment coach, I help people identify, challenge, and conquer those thoughts in order to make simple and practical changes to improve overall wellness. Let's remove those limitations, for the time is now to create your power transformation. You're listening to the Power Transformation Podcast, Episode 1. And once again, I am your host, Alethea Felton, and I am so happy to have you join me. Yes, indeed, this is episode one, and I am pinching myself because this still does not seem real, but it is. And with that being said, I'm just going to move forward, embrace it, and walk into it. Thank you so much for joining me. And I will be the first to admit that This is definitely something where I am walking on water, meaning that I am truly uh, a newbie at this entire podcast life, but I'm going to just be me. That is the only person that I know how to be. I'm going to be my authentic self. And there's a saying that goes, do it scared. And I'm just going to do it and move forward with it because I am here for you. And what makes this podcast so different, in my opinion, is that this podcast will begin and end with an affirmation. So 
we'll start from there and then I'll tell you a little bit about myself. But what are affirmations? Well, an affirmation is simply a positive statement. It's a positive statement that a person uses that will eliminate, get rid of negative and self-sabotaging thoughts in order to help you achieve your goals. So our affirmation for our first episode is, I am becoming my best self. I am becoming my best self. So take time to repeat that. I'll say it one more time, then I'll pause so that you can literally say it aloud. I am becoming my best self. Ooh, doesn't that just do something to you? And the powerful thing about affirmations is that even if it's not what you are feeling in that moment, say it anyway. Say it regardless. Because the more you speak, the more power it has to truly transform your life. Power transformation. The name of this podcast is inspired from my own journey, my own power transformation that I am still on, but that I have gotten to this point without the road being easy. Just a little bit about myself. My name is Alethea. People close to me call me Lily, but I typically go by on my coaching platform, Coach Alethea. I grew up in southeastern Virginia, southern Virginia, grew up by the water, born in Norfolk, Virginia, raised in a city called Chesapeake. So that Tidewater Hampton Roads area is a big circle, meaning that one minute you can be in Chesapeake, the next you can be in Virginia Beach and then back in Norfolk and Portsmouth. But what I loved the most about my upbringing was just not the close-knit communities of my own family as well as other groups, but I loved the fact that I grew up by the ocean, by the water, which is so calming to me. And I was a tomboy growing up, so I liked to play outside. I liked to um, do a lot of out doorsy activities. And I was a tomboy all the way until I was a preteen. Then I started shifting more to my feminine, girly type of side that really didn't truly blossom fully until my 20s. But with that being aside, growing up, I always had a sense of community, had a sense of self, and I attribute a lot of that to my parents. They are still married. They recently celebrated their 45th wedding anniversary. Yes, indeed, 45 years. (laughs) Y'all can clap. It's okay. (laughs) 45 years of marriage. And oh my goodness, when I tell you that my parents are such an inspiration to me, Oh my goodness, they are. And I also have one biological sister 
that I am very close with, Dina. Um, and she is just, oh my goodness, we are just close. We are opposite in many ways, but are very, very close. And she's three years older. And I say she's my only biological sibling. And it's because of the fact that my parents influenced the upbringing of so many people. They are truly the type of people who would give somebody the shirt off their back if that's all they had. But I say that to say that growing up in the time that I did, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. And that time that I grew up in, I always felt safe and loved in my household. Things economically were not always the best, but we always had what we needed. And I never went without and I didn't lack, although my parents, especially back in those times, had some challenges. But the main thing that they did was gave us love. And that was important. And it was very important to me because while I was this out, Doorsy person and this nature loving type of a person. I was born with some health challenges. I was born with a defective liver that was later discovered that was a genetic abnormality. It's not something that happens in every single generation, but I was born jaundiced and had liver troubles. I had stunted growth when I was a little kid for a while. I had this this, uh, wild growth spurt when I was about 13, where I just shot up like a tree. But I was the line leader all throughout elementary school because I was so little. And as a matter of fact, my daddy gave me a nickname for a long time when I was a, a small child, and he called me Teeny Tiny. And it was because I was literally teeny tiny. So I had that issue with the stunted growth. And my mom, literally, when I was a little girl, she used to cry and worry so much and said, what's wrong? Something's not right. She's not growing. And I always got sick. Now, the reason why I say that I was born with a liver dysfunction is because It was not discovered or properly diagnosed until many years later. So here I was, this kid who was just having fun. I was precocious. I was a good kid, but I was curious. I was always into something. I was a bit hyper, but I just loved life. I was a little prankster with my sister. I've got to tell you this. I would take (laughs) over the summer, there were a bunch of caterpillars on trees back then. And I would take a whole bunch of caterpillars and I would take a whole lot of them and I would put them in a ball. And I would say, Dina, come over here. And you know what? When my sister got close enough to me, I would take those caterpillars and just throw them. And I would wait to see how many of those caterpillars stuck on her. And when I threw them, she would just 
just flail her arms everywhere and just go hollering. So that's the kind of kid I was. But anyway, <laughs> um, I noticed growing up that I was always tired and my body always ached, but I remained active and I didn't complain. I just thought they were growing pains. So as I grew older and I eventually uh, transitioned to live in Washington, D.C. approximately 17 years ago, that's when I started to get a lot more symptoms that were just not typical. And by then I was in my 20s. By my late 20s, I ended up getting referred to a liver specialist and took all of these tests and just a lot of things happened for about a good decade, a good 10 years. And within those 10 years, that is when it was discovered that not only did I have a failing liver, but I also had gastrointestinal issues due to Crohn's disease. Later, it was discovered that I had a condition of my bile ducts. Then it was discovered that I was battling on top of that, something else going on with my liver. And there was just time after time after time after time where I was in and out of the hospital, not to mention I had had asthma ever since I was a child. And this is the thing. And I want to clarify this right now. It had absolutely nothing to do with my diet or how I ate because I typically generally tried to eat healthy. Um, not to say I didn't eat what wasn't right, but I'm putting that out there now on front street because sometimes people automatically default and say, oh, it had to have been something she ate. No, I am sharing this because when it comes to having autoimmune illness, autoimmune disease, it is not something that you catch. It is not something that you can spread through intercourse, through kissing, through touching, nothing like that. It's, it's nothing like that. Autoimmune illness is simply when the body fights itself. You can be born with a completely healthy organ. And at some point, your body is going to reject that organ in you. So autoimmune conditions, there are many of them, but some that people have heard of commonly, lupus, fibromyalgia, Crohn's disease. Um, there are so many, I'm blanking out on a lot of them now. Um, but my point is this, autoimmune disease is not something to be taken lightly. And the benefit nowadays in the 21st century is that there are so many treatments out there now. There are so many medicines out there now. There's so much more education out there now on them. So I say that to say that I had some very close calls and brushes with death 
where there was one point I was so sick where I was going to transition into hospice. And I'm giving you a crash course now because as this podcast goes on, there will be times when I share more. But sharing these tidbits and these examples of what happened to me and what led me here are key. And when I was actually hospitalized in 2014 for a condition, I remember telling one of my colleagues at the time, girl, I really need somebody who's a health coach. I don't know to this day what prompted me to say that, but I remember that this woman with whom I worked and, um, She said, well, you know that my husband is a health coach. And I said, oh, I completely forgot. And sure enough, she referred me to her husband. And I'm going to put his name out there because he's also a published author now. But his name is James Tate. And I remember I had come home from the hospital. Literally, this was in 2014. I had come home from the hospital. And my bedroom transformed into my um, sitting room, guest room area where people, if they wanted to come and visit, could. And James literally came to me when I had just come out of the hospital and he started giving me health coaching. And it was a different type of health coaching. It was holistic health coaching. I didn't know what holistic health was. And I'm going to touch more on that actually in our next episode. But he started to coach me. And the difference was he didn't automatically start off with what I ate. But it started with a gradual transformation of my mind and my thoughts. And it was powerful. And that led me on this journey where I started to tap into the power from within to begin transforming my life. And I will say that I am a woman of faith. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. But regardless of your spiritual viewpoint, this podcast is for everybody. And you will see what I mean in time. Do not shy away if you don't share the same faith as I do, because the power transformation is truly that. Why this podcast, the why in this podcast is even. Aside from my health journey and things that I overcome, I mean, when you're literally told that there is nothing else doctors can do, when you're literally told that you're not going to necessarily live to see a certain age and you surpass that, and when miracles and inexplicable events start to happen in your life, Mm. it brings pause 
and I'm generalizing it, but you're going to hear me say a lot of I statements. And it's not to be arrogant, but it's my experience. And I want us to become comfortable using I statements because the more that we put things into I, the more we own. And that has been a part of my journey as well. So I had to look within myself to find out what was blocking me from fully living the life that I was created to live. What was I doing that stood in my own way? And once I started that journey and I had a series of losses in my life, even beyond just physical issues, but even with those losses, I had so many more gains. And through that stripping away of me, that stripping away of self, it actually built me up even more. So why this podcast? This podcast is because regardless of age, regardless of socioeconomic status, regardless of religion or gender or sexual orientation or race or creed or politics, whatever, every individual, yes, you, have the power that is already within you to shift and transform your way of thinking and to heal in more ways than one, more than what meets the eye. I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a licensed counselor, but I am a holistic health coach, a holistic health and empowerment coach who is not only trained in this area, but also I have gone through the process myself. I came to a point in my life where I had to say enough is enough. My life is more than sickness. My life is more than challenges. My life is more than my struggles. Instead of me wondering why me, I had to start asking myself, why not me? I had to begin to see that my point of being on this earth was simply more than working a job day in and day out, watching TV, hanging out with the people I love. Those are all important, but there was a grander and a bigger picture of what is it that I have within myself that is keeping me from not being everything that I was born to be. And this is what power transformation is about. And it didn't happen overnight. It started with small steps, bit by bit, small steps. And those steps 
became habits. And those habits became my lifestyle. There's a lot that I haven't shared yet, but (laughs) if you keep listening and you stay tuned, oh, trust, I'll share more. But more importantly, we'll learn a lot about each other on this journey, too. Oh, yes, indeed. So thank you. Thank you. This was episode one, y'all. Episode one. And this is the first take of it. And I'm not going to do any more takes because I'm going to be authentic on this podcast. That is my intention. All right. Episode one down. Join me for episode two. If you enjoyed today's show, then you don't want to miss an episode. So follow the Power Transformation Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you usually listen and remember to rate and review. Visit www.alethiafelton.com to download your free copy of 10 Steps to Getting Unstuck and Reaching Your Dreams Without Feeling Overwhelmed. And don't forget to connect with me on social media at Alethea Felton. That's at A-L-E-T-H-E-A-F-E-L-T-O-N. Until next time, remember to be good to yourself and to others.